0: I know you, you've been listening. I'm very careful at home, but um I got a bit of, I was looking around. I have wanderlust. I need to get away. It's been a long two years, and I was looking around. My husband and I saw some pretty good deals to a resort that we went to right before the pandemic hit. We had a very relaxing week off, and we were like eyeing it this weekend, thinking, do we book? Do we not book? And I thought, the only thing holding me back is the question mark around a positive test. Like, I don't want to get COVID. You've heard me say that before, but that positive test in the 14-day stay in quarantine doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Marty, it seems that people are braving it anyways. The Marty I'm talking to, Marty Firestone, travel expert with Travel Secure Insurance. Welcome to the show.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm jealous of the people that are in sunnier destinations with their families or just, you know, away because they can step away. Uh, there is no ban on essential travel in in Canada or non-essential travel. The government said, yep, yeah, you're good to go. Go ahead if you want to. Uh, does that mean many people have, have decided to take them up on, on the offer and get away from March break?
1: Absolutely. That that one change in itself, there were three, but that one seems to have made a lot of people who were sitting on the fence sort of scenario say, you know what, if my government says it's good enough to travel, I think I'm gonna go away. So huge pent up demand released for March break, and we got that along with the fact that PCR tests are not required anymore, just an antigen, and the twelve year olds can go back to daycare or school when they return and not have to quarantine. All three of those just send it through the roof. Absolutely.
0: So if you're like me and you've been watching your friends on social media in warmer destinations and you've been eyeing the packages online and the price seems to be, it doesn't seem to be more expensive than it has been pre-pandemic to me. It seems to be around the same cost, which I find shocking because of the soaring fuel prices. Um, But if that's the case and you're reading the fine print about getting, how you can still get a PCR test or an antigen test at the resort, before you leave 24 hours before you come home to Canada, which are you recommending people do the antigen or the PCR?
1: Well, the antigen is going to be less money, although some all inclusives included in the package now, which is a bit of a joke. But yeah, I would go antigen, but you run the risk like you would on the PCR of testing positive. And if you do, you've got not a 14 day, it's not down to a 10 day stay. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind, but definitely buying trip interruption to cover accommodations and expenses for those 10 days and the one way airfare home or the carrier fee changes if you do test positive, that's for okay.
0: sure. So, you know, I, I was looking at this in the resort that we were looking at and I'm just speaking from my point of view only because I'm sure other people can relate to it. But, but some of the questions, if you have a question, odds are somebody else has it. So here's my question you know, the resort I was looking at will put you up free for 14 days, but then you're still going to have to pay for your ticket home. So what is it that you're recommending when people book?
1: Yeah. So for a very nominal fee, we're talking like around $37 per person, you can ensure that if you do test positive and have to quarantine 10 to 14 days, $200 a day up to a max $2,800 towards costs such as accommodation, but you say it may be included, but still they then put monies towards one-way ticket airfare home. So the product does exist and it's a good suggestion and it's not that much money just to give you further backup in case you need it.
0: Travel interruption insurance. Trip Interruption, yes. Trip interruption insurance. All right. And do you buy that where you're buying your ticket?
1: You could. It'll probably be offered online or, again, through a broker. It's available as a standalone product, nothing to do with medical if you don't want it, or trip cancellation. It can stand on its own.
0: Okay. So, uh, basically, I could come to you, Marty, and say, I bought an Air Canada trip, but I need travel. No, it is trip interruption insurance. In
1: in case you test positive and need to quarantine. That's it. Simple. And then... You can have it. Absolutely.
0: Good to know because I'm sure other people have these questions because those that's the thing holding me back. I got to be honest. I'm not worried about getting out because I'd be in a warm climate. I'd spend most of my time outside. You don't necessarily have to be around a lot of people at those places. If you don't want to be, you can find yourself a place to be alone. It's just about the coming home and getting <laughs> home. Yeah. Okay. Why are we not seeing the costs uh, increasing at a, a pace that would match uh, fuel costs when it comes to traveling right now
1: yeah from what I hear I guess it's got to do with contracts that are purchased like futures with the with the uh, companies that basically the price is locked in but only for a period of time so the bottom line is whatever you're enjoying now enjoy it because it can't stay forever and possibly by summer those numbers will go through the roof because of course they're going to now be paying the uh, current price as opposed to what they had bought previously
0: I know cruise ships are going to have the hardest time with the recovery. There are people that absolutely love cruising, but this coronavirus has really uh, put a damper on people that may have been on the fence when it comes to cruise ships. Now they they are not going to have any choice. Eventually, they're going to have to pass on the cost of of fuel to their their clients. No.
1: Yeah, I believe so. So they finally get through one problem, and then they go into another. And then I hate to say it, there's one more problem other than the fuel. And that's going to be, will they be cruising and traveling in the areas in Europe where there is lots of friction, lots of issues going on? And will that pass on to surrounding countries? I mean, we, we just got another problem that just came out of nowhere, of course, and, and added to the list at this point.
0: Right. So cruise ships, do you uh, guess that we're going to see routes change? If people had booked years in advance or a year in advance, maybe you're, you won't be going on the same cruise you thought you were.
1: Lots of people book these Baltic cruises and things like that. Is that uh-huh. going to get affected by what's going on? Croatia, places like that. I don't know. We just don't know how far this is going to, the circle is going to be around there at this point.
0: Marty, um, is there anything that you think that we should have on a radar as Canadians that are getting set to try and Get back into travel, try and resume our uh, normal lives as we start to lift these restrictions that that people have not been talking about yet?
1: I think if you believe COVID is behind us, and many people do, and at worst, it's mild flu-like symptoms, then your fears of having to cancel a trip because of COVID are somewhat out of the way. And that's key because if you're putting down deposits for a big trip next summer, remember, COVID is still not a covered reason with respect to border closures and countries' numbers going through the roof. So if if we believe that's past us and there isn't going to be another variant in another way, then people are all planning. And, and, you know, barring now what's going on in the world, on the other scenario This is a big question mark, and people are hesitant. So everyone's worried again, all of a sudden, in a different way than they were a year ago.
0: Well, Marty, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thanks, Kelly, for having me. Take
0: care. Have a great day. Marty Firestone is a travel expert with Travel Secure Insurance.